Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined on the show this week by our head of consulting, Corinne Cantor. Hey, Corinne. Hi, Dom. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's my little affiliative. Uh... <laughs> you beat me to it, I was going to say. What have you been up to? A terrible dad joke. But I've got an interesting one for us just to, to bat around this week, which is, I was thinking to myself, is affiliative an underrated style? Absolutely. Oh, done. Let's close it. That's it. My work here is done. Absolutely. I, you know, we were talking, Dom, I think that we've both seen probably hundreds, if not thousands of circumplexes from leadership groups and culture. Affiliative is always the lower. When you do an ideal, is right. always the lowest style, yep. the lowest style of all four. Yeah, which is curious. Yeah, it's interesting. In culture, I think I've had people say to me that the reason they rated it lower is they don't want people to be too friendly. So if there's high affiliative, they associate that with too much friendliness and too much time chatting and not getting on with work, which is interesting, right? Which is and too agreeableness. But of course, as we say more of that, what color does that actually sound like? Yeah. You know, you're flipped over into approval now. Yeah. Which is yeah. right next door, to be fair. Yeah, but it's not affiliative. But it's not affiliative. Yeah. So what's the let's build the case then. For affiliative. For affiliative. If we're saying, you know, we think it's underrated, why is it underrated? I think that, you know, a lot of issues in organizations come down to low trust or variable trust. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the fastest ways to genuinely build trust is through relationship. The relationship mm. and spending time with people and being curious about people mm. and interested mm. with them and, you know, focusing on not just what I need, but what you need and what we might be able to do together. And so affiliate is very we, it's very sociable. It's, mm. you know, people get satisfaction mm. from connecting with mm. others and mm. interacting with others. So I think that it's a really important style. It's probably the, the sort of the fastest way to build trust mm -hmm. um, just by spending time with people mm. and understanding what's important to them mm. and supporting them and cooperating with them and being, you know, uh, friendly. I think the interesting thing about we don't want people to be too friendly is the idea that somehow if you're high on affiliative, you don't know how to get work done. Right. Or can't have a challenging conversation. Yes, perhaps. or don't, you know, don't have a sort of structure. There's this fear that if there's too much affiliative, then it's almost like people aren't going to get, you know, focused on getting work done, which I think is really interesting because all affiliative means is that you're kind of focused on the relationship, you enjoy the relationship. So I think Affiliative is very important for trust. You know, and on that, on, you know, you can have a real conversation or a challenging conversation. I often ask groups, who in your life can give you the most honest, direct feedback that you'll actually listen to? Mm. You know, because I guess there's the stranger on the street who can, you know, <laughs> you don't know them. You've got zero relationship before they could say yeah. anything very direct. But will you actually take that on board? Probably not. Yeah. But who can? What do you reckon? Who could give you the most honest, direct feedback, Corinne? Me, oh, my husband, my kids, the Why? family. 
Oh, because they care about me. Right? So they can give the most honest, direct feedback because we actually have that relationship with them. And we know that it's coming from a place where they want the best for us. Mm. You know, And so I'm actually more open to listening to that versus someone I don't really have a relationship with. I don't really know if they want the best for us. Yeah. And I think it's kind of interested because it's, you know, affiliative is really about investment in relationship. It says nothing about not being able to focus on work at the same time. True. Even though not it's, on, it's not tasks. No. They're not mutually exclusive. No. So it's interesting that we make that conclusion mm. that somehow they are. Mm. So I think it's important from a trust perspective. A number of years ago, we had a client that wanted to develop innovation and, you know, get people to focus on innovation, we did a piece of work that showed that affiliative style was actually strongly related to encouraging innovation. If you think about it, Mm. people are talking to each other, they're networking, they're sharing their ideas, they're collaborating, not because it's different to humanistic encouraging where you get that collaboration, but but sometimes humanistic encouraging might be more from a facilitated view, whereas this is just people talking to each other. As, as equals. So they found that the output, the byproduct of those conversations often helped to spark ideas about how things could be done differently. Makes sense. It's interesting. I, you know, because typically we associate innovation with self-actualizing in particular because it's, you know, Creative, throw an idea yep. out there, try things. You know, I, you started me thinking a lot of people talk about designing the office so there's collisions. Yep. Right, where people meet in the lunchroom or whatever. Yep. But that only works if we actually stop and talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yep. so, and that's the case for affiliative. So, yep. and interestingly, I worked with a, a company that had a massive sort of contact center. This was in insurance and quite uh, in some ways, I would say innocently and, and from a good intention, they introduced a new system. To try and make things more efficient, be better for the customer. But what the system did in terms of rostering was that it identified when would be the best time for people to go to lunch. So you didn't have a choice. It wasn't something that you could agree with your team anymore. It told you when that would happen. And byproduct of that was that people couldn't go to lunch with their friends or the people that they enjoyed working with. So what happened to engagement? Slid down. Yes, completely down. Mm. And motivation, Mm. down. Interesting. And it's not that people weren't able to do their work, but something that is as repetitive and sort of low to a certain degree in variety, some of what energized people was the interactions with their peers. Yes. And so- Makes sense. Yeah. And so one of the things that they did was to increase the ability to be affiliative, increase the the choice, mm. give people the choice. So, and it didn't have any negative impact on performance. If anything, it improved it. Plus, you, you would think the giving people the choice gives them some limited form of autonomy and Absolutely. so on as well. You know, so there's yeah. sort of and a trust. secondary and trust is trust. a secondary. Because if you use a system that directs and dictates when people should have lunch, in a way, that's kind of saying we don't really trust you to be able to, no. you know, to honor the need that we need to get to work done. Now, they didn't intend, it was an unintended impact of bringing in more automation, more, you know, more systems. So it was an interesting case study just looking at the impact that affiliative 
had brought to the results of an organization without them realizing it. Mm. You just reminded me of a, a totally random, slightly <laughs> off topic story. They're the best. Of you know, early in my career, I was in like a trainee program and we'd, we'd go for these training modules, so two week periods. And the, the guy who was in charge of the whole thing was this Danish guy. Very dry sense of humor, very sort of sarcastic and stuff, but very dry. And he was a very serious kind of guy, you know, in true Danish fashion. Second time we went there, he was like reading the feedback from the first time. And he just goes, I have been told to make more time for fun. <laughs> so we will schedule in fun time. <laughs> like no one got it. I was just, I thought it was the most hilarious thing I've heard. He was joking? He was, I think he was joking, but it was just like, Slightly it was so deadpan that it was yep, just you hilarious. Couldn't tell. You know, we will schedule yeah. in fun. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing with affiliative, I think it often gets bagged or what's better word than bagged sort of criticized or seen as being lightweight right but especially by leaders or people who are more task oriented and so if you think about if you're really task oriented then the function of talking at work is to instruct direct problem solve it's functional right so they don't understand talking for the purpose of developing relationship because it's more task-oriented. Look, and, and on that, though, you know, you can develop relationships with people by through performing yes. as well. You know, like you think of people you've, you know, accomplished something worth and done something with. I think you get a deep relationship actually yeah. from doing that, especially if it's something really challenging and, yeah. hey, we did it together. Yeah. So it's not to say – And it can be fun, yeah. you know, like I think – you know, there, there was a time, I think a couple of years ago, Dom, you, myself and a few others were working on a tender and we were all working, I don't know, sort of midnight and, you know, trying to get it done. But in the dark hours of the night when we were kind of nearing crunch time, there were these jokes coming through and just keeping it light. And look, we didn't, we didn't win it, but it, <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, we were pretty happy with our effort and it True. was good fun you True. know like i i think that when people enjoy what they're doing people don't mind working hard yeah. you know and yeah. because it it becomes part of well, being the, in it together there's an in it together aspect of it mm. you know and so you know to that point if you want to build relationships with people we're in it together yes. you know which might mean as as the boss sometimes we roll up our sleeves you know one thing i think we've missed as an organization in the last couple of years with covid is that we haven't been doing face-to-face conferences, yes. right? We used to do the big annual conference where, you know, yeah. a thousand people come along in Sydney and another thousand in Melbourne to hear client stories. And we've done it online, which has been great. But you know what I miss is the we packing. would have the showbacks. <laughs> the packing night. Which are a nightmare because you've got yeah. to put a book in and a, you know, a cardboard <laughs> a card thing and, and this and that and, a, and go down the yeah. line. And you've got to make 2,000 of them or something, Yeah. You know? Plus some extra just in case. Yeah. And so there's a lot of them. And so, you know. And we're a small team, so we don't send that out to a fulfillment house. There's no fulfillment house. <laughs> this is the fulfillment house. And so, you know, what would we do? We'd all get together in, you know, one of the big training in rooms or something and set it up. A couple of nights before, the week before, actually, wasn't it? A little it? while before. Yeah. And it was fun. It, what I really liked about it is it was all hands in. Yeah. Right, so everyone. Everyone. It wasn't just left to junior people or something no. to do. It was all hands in. Everyone would show up and, and do And we'd make it a, a social thing and, as well. And so it, we'd get and, some pizza. Yeah, and so in a way, 
it kind of sucked. No one wanted to be packing bags, you know? Like, I remember being, like, sore by the end of it. You're like, oh, my yeah. God, my back is killing me. Well, because there was all the packing of the bags and then there was loading the bags in the boxes and the boxes had to be taken out and more boxes. And this is just everybody had a job. Everybody had something that they were doing and then occasionally we'd have some friendly you know. competition about filling the box or <laughs> or we'd have lots of discussions about what the, would be the, the most best. effective method of filling the bag or something. <laughs> That's right, yeah. But you yeah, know, you're right, that that was fun. But it, and we worked, it was the end of the day, we did it, we gave our time to do it. Yeah, true. So it was at night as well. I didn't mm. I didn't say that. But there was something that it builds camaraderie and a bit of a spree decor amongst yeah. the, the team, right? And even the conference itself. Yes delivering this big event and again it was all hands to deck and it's not anyone's like core job no stuff but people you know some people are welcoming people and Mm. getting name tags others are giving out bags others are you know ushering people in and the team who was responsible so the levels just dissolved because the team who was responsible for the event team they told us what they needed to do you know in terms of you know, Corinne, you're on registrations, yeah, right, right, DB, yeah. you're on, you know, like, so it wasn't, it was just the people who knew it the best really were the ones who were empowered to make the decisions. True. You know, and so to me, that's just an example though of that was affiliative and yeah. camaraderie building, but it wasn't necessarily affiliative everyone, and achievement. But it was also achievement and it wasn't everyone just sitting around and talking about, you know, how's your weekend or something, but it was performing together and I think yeah. that it can be a way of also building performing together for the benefit of the group in terms in this True. the business and the community and I think that and yes. it's it's above and above and beyond challenge because it yeah. it's outside of our typical job job yeah and it was kind of an above and beyond thing mm. you know on the morning of conference we get there at the crack of dawn I can't remember yeah. what time five thirty or something <laughs> five thirty six depending on what you're doing, you, you but know, so I think too that's a good example because or an analogy because I think that the thing about affiliative, it's not that people enjoy it because they're talking about the weekend or they're they're sort of just you know talking about things that are not relevant to work. What's enjoyable is the sense of camaraderie and the relationship uh-huh. that we're building and leveraging in getting the work done, and I think that that's what people miss about affiliative. Uh-huh. They're too narrow in their understanding. It's not yeah. relationship as in personal relationship, although it can be. Can be, but it's around performing and working together in service of something that is a bigger picture. So, Corinne, I often also think about, you know, managers you've worked for and ones who are quite affiliative, as in, you know, I had a solid relationship with them. And I found at least, you know, that was the manager you're willing to go the extra mile for. Mm, mm, do you know what I mean? Like I there's do. the ones who are, you know, tough and da, 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 but the one who is like, actually, I really feel like he or she, you know, has my back and they're interested in me. So I'll return the favor, you yep. know, essentially, right? So when they ask me to do something, I'm going to go the extra mile for them. Reminds me, Dom, that in the culture survey, there are two questions in the leadership sections, two items, two items, I guess. One is consideration. So the degree to which your manager is approachable, uh-huh. you know, will listen right. to you. And I think affiliative sets managers up best to be able to do that well, because they essentially believe that you are important and yes. you are worth listening to. So that's yep. one relationship. 
The other one is personal basis of power. So the reason we're motivated to do what our leaders ask us to do is because we value their good opinion. And I think that, you know, you can really be in awe of a manager or a leader who isn't particularly affiliative, but maybe high achievement, maybe, you know, humanistic, encouraging, self-actualizing. I think that when a manager is also able to demonstrate some level of affiliative, it makes it easier and makes them more approachable, safer, mm. you know, to ask a, a silly question, to raise something that I think might be a bit contentious. So I think that's the value of it. It makes it, I think, affiliative, more affiliate in our behavior makes us more accessible. Yes, I think, you know, <laughs> I'm a bit of a space nerd, and I always think they throw parades for astronauts, not for rovers. Yes. Right? People follow people yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know? And so if you're too robotic, I suppose, and in your style, people don't really know you. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and if you don't really know someone, maybe you're not having the real conversations or telling them the full story or who knows. Mm. You know, but there's something about I will go the extra mile for someone where I feel like I've got that relationship with them and I know yeah. they'd have my back, you know, the other way around or something like that. Yeah. You know, so I think there's something there for leaders and, and not just leaders actually, but in teammates as well. Same yeah. thing, right? When you've got that relationship with them, you'll go the extra mile for each other versus if you don't, I'm going to kind of do what I have to do and that's it. Yeah. I like what what's that saying you've got around problems aren't problems? Oh, well, yeah. So – Especially in a cultural context, mm. you know, I think the power of affiliative is how many problems are not problems if we have a relationship with someone. Yeah, yeah, I you love know, that. And in an organizational term, it's like, oh, you know, this team's doing this or they're not doing that. Oh, you know, I know Corinne, she's in that team. I'll give her a call. Let's work it out and we can work it it's out in so five true. minutes. So true. Versus if we don't have a relationship, then it's us versus you and, you know, it spirals, you know, it grinds on for ages. Yeah, and I think that when you – Feel, you know, when there's affiliative is strong, you're more likely to perceive people as friends rather than foes. And so, therefore, you're less likely to be defensive, mm. which is why it helps that access, that approachability, that problem solving. Because, you know, sometimes when people say, oh, they dehumanize, mm. you know, so the leader over there, they're really this, they're really that. But if you know them, oh, I know them, I'll just give them a call and talk mm. to them about mm. it. It just takes all of that defensive posture away. Yeah, well, it's kind of that thing people default to foe or yeah. something, don't they? Yeah. You know, in the categories where we can circumvent that a little. You know? Yeah. Even if we don't know them directly, but we know their team member or someone that we both know and we both trust, you know, like yeah. I think it just goes a long way for greasing the wheels or something, you know, like smoothing, yeah. smoothing it out for us to be effective because we don't waste time on – stuff that actually isn't a problem if we just could sit down and talk reasonably about it. Yeah, and that's what, you know, a lot of people, I've got an issue with Dom. Have you spoken to him? No, I haven't, you know. Uh (laughs) And the answer is actually go and speak to them. Yeah. You know, and if you have a relationship, and it's much easier to do that between teammates as well as with managers. So I think, you know, I think affiliative is misunderstood and underrated in terms of its value. Yep. Well, we were trying to build the case for it. What do you, do you think reckon? we've done I it? think we built the case. Yeah, I think. I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I, I believe it too. You know, look, I love all four styles, but 
That one is just funny because it's often rated lower, as you said at the top of the episode. So why is that? And how could we use it as a bit of a superpower? You know, and so. to understand it a bit more. So I think, yeah, relook at that affiliative. It's got a lot to offer. Love it. Thanks, Corinne. See you, Dom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. Hold up. 